0: Good morning and welcome to Simply AI. It's Monday, February 19th. On today's show, deep learning sheds new light on Parkinson's detection through the eye and meet Hydrogen, a hardware-aware exact implementation of attention with shared prefixes. Plus, Microsoft-backed OpenAI is valued at $80 billion after completing a deal. This coverage and more up next. I'm David and you're listening to Simply AI. We start off with a recent study in Scientific Reports that discusses the potential of retinal fundus imaging as a diagnostic screening tool for Parkinson's disease, using AI algorithms. Here to delve into this is our correspondent Michael. Can you give us a brief overview of Parkinson's disease and why this study is significant?
1: Parkinson's disease is associated with a gradual decline in motor control and several non-motor symptoms due to the progressive loss of dopaminergic neurons in the brain. Deaths related to Parkinson's have more than doubled since 2000, primarily due to the lack of effective interventions among the elderly. This makes the development of early diagnostic systems crucial. The retina, often referred to as a window to the brain, provides a viable avenue for assessing neuropathological processes associated with many neurodegenerative diseases. This study proposes the use of AI algorithms to enhance the diagnostic power of retinal imaging. How does this AI algorithm work in diagnosing Parkinson's disease? The study uses AI to understand the complex relationships at the local and global spatial levels of the retina, which is often difficult to achieve clinically. The researchers used deep learning and conventional machine learning methods to maximize the diagnostic ability of the AI algorithms. The deep neural networks outperformed conventional machine learning models and showed notable performance in detecting Parkinson's disease in retinal fundus images. And how effective was this AI in predicting Parkinson's disease? The model successfully predicted the incidence of Parkinson's disease before formal diagnosis with a sensitivity level of 80% from 0 to 5.07 years. Sensitivity rose to 93.33% between 5.07 and 5.57 years and then reduced to 81.67% between 5.57 and 7.38 years. These results are promising, showing the potential for early disease intervention.
0: What are the potential
1: applications of this AI model? Automated deep neural networks can complement ophthalmologists to identify disease biomarkers and perform high-throughput evaluations. The current study evaluated a wide range of deep learning and conventional machine learning methods to consider the entire fundus image as a diagnostic medium. The study successfully differentiated prevalent and incident Parkinson's disease patients from appropriately matched healthy controls with an accuracy of 68%. What are the limitations of this study, and what does the future hold for this AI model? The study does have some limitations. The dataset size could be improved to capture a broader range of Parkinson's disease presentations. The study is also based on the United Kingdom population, limiting the generalizability of the findings. Additionally, the researchers did not report how this approach could be applied to different severity levels of Parkinson's disease or whether other neurodegenerative diseases share similar degeneration patterns or biomarkers. Future research should investigate whether the model predictions can inform ophthalmologists' grading and use diverse samples to establish the trustworthiness of AI models in clinical settings.
0: Thanks for the insights, Michael. As we continue to explore the world of AI... Let's delve into a new development in optimizing the performance of large language models, or LLMs. A groundbreaking approach named Hydrogen has been introduced by a research team from Stanford University, the University of Oxford, and the University of Waterloo to address this challenge. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply AI. Can you tell us more about Hydrogen and how
2: it optimizes LLMs? Certainly, David. Hydrogen is designed to optimize LLM inference in shared prefix scenarios, dramatically improving throughput and reducing computational overhead. It does this by decomposing the attention operation into separate computations for shared prefixes and unique suffixes, minimizing redundant memory reads and maximizing the efficiency of matrix multiplications. This process is better aligned with the capabilities of modern GPUs. That sounds innovative, can you explain more about this two-fold approach that hydrogen uses? Absolutely. Firstly, hydrogen decomposes the attention mechanism to address the shared prefixes and the distinct suffixes of sequences separately. This strategy cleverly circumvents the inefficiencies of traditional attention computations, which treat each sequence independently, leading to unnecessary repetition of computations for the shared segments. Secondly, Hydrogen introduces inter-sequence batching for the shared prefix, leveraging the uniformity of this segment across sequences to perform a single, consolidated attention computation. This method reduces the workload on the GPU and ensures that the computational power of tensor cores is used to its fullest potential. And what kind of impact does
0: hydrogen have on the performance of LLMs?
2: The impact of hydrogen is profound, Offering up to 32 times improvement in end to end LLM throughput compared to existing methods. This performance enhancement is particularly significant as it scales with both the batch size and the length of the shared prefix, showcasing Hydrogen's adaptability to various operational scales and scenarios. Moreover, Hydrogen's methodology extends beyond simple prefix suffix splits, accommodating more complex tree-based sharing patterns common in advanced LLM applications.
0: Can you provide some examples of how hydrogen can be used in real-world applications?
2: Certainly, hydrogen can significantly reduce inference times in various settings, from chatbot interactions to competitive programming challenges. For instance, in tasks involving long document question answering, hydrogen demonstrates its superiority by processing queries in significantly less time than traditional methods, even when dealing with documents with tens of thousands of long tokens. That's quite impressive. So what are the key takeaways from this research? The key takeaways include Hydrogen's unique attention decomposition method, which significantly enhances computational efficiency for batches of sequences with shared prefixes. It demonstrates up to a 32x improvement in throughput, setting a new standard for LLM performance. And finally, Its methodology is adaptable to complex sharing patterns, making it suitable for a wide range of LLM applications, from conversational AI to intricate problem-solving tools. Thanks
0: for the insights, James. In other AI news, OpenAI, backed by Microsoft, has reportedly completed a deal that values the AI company at $80 billion or more, according to the New York Times. Here to discuss this further is Abby, a correspondent
3: for Simply AI. Abby, can you tell us more about this deal? Certainly, David. The deal involves a so-called tender offer led by venture firm Thrive Capital. In this case, existing shares of the company will be sold, allowing employees to cash out their shares. This is different from a traditional funding round, which would raise money for the business. Has
0: OpenAI done something like this before?
3: Yes, OpenAI agreed to a similar deal early last year. Venture capital firms Thrive Capital, Sequoia Capital, Andreessen Horowitz, and K2 Global agreed to buy OpenAI shares in a tender offer, valuing the company at around $29 billion. OpenAI has attracted several major funding rounds, including Microsoft's investment of $10 billion in January 2023.
0: What has been the impact of OpenAI's recent developments on the AI industry?
3: OpenAI's launch of ChatGPT in late 2022 has generated significant buzz around AI prompting companies to explore ways to harness the power of the technology. AI has been integrated into a number of products, including Microsoft's Bing search engine. OpenAI recently announced the launch of Sora, a tool that can generate videos from text prompts, and is experimenting with adding deeper memory to ChatGPT. What about OpenAI's access to the AI chips its tools rely on? OpenAI CEO Sam Altman has reportedly been in talks to acquire a chip builder, or otherwise boost the company's access to the expensive AI chips its tools rely on. This is crucial for the company's continued development and innovation in the AI space. OpenAI has had
0: its share of turmoil recently, hasn't it?
3: Indeed, in late 2023, Altman was fired by the company's board, only to be rehired following employee outrage. This latest deal is the biggest backing of the company since that period of turmoil. And what about regulatory concerns? The large investments in OpenAI have indeed attracted the attention of regulators. Officials from the European Commission stated in early January that they would look into whether Microsoft's backing raises antitrust concerns. Additionally, the Federal Trade Commission in the US is investigating whether investments from Microsoft, Google, and Amazon into AI companies, including OpenAI, harm competition. Thanks for your insights, Abby.
0: Now, Let's shift our focus to another intriguing development in the field of machine learning. The concept of end-to-end learning has been making waves in the field of protein folding, thanks to advancements in machine learning. This approach, which optimizes all components of a machine learning model for a specific task, aims to deliver more accurate predictions and has shown great potential in protein design and structure prediction. Here with us to delve deeper into this topic is Bella, a correspondent for Simply AI. Can you tell us more about end-to-end learning in protein folding?
4: Certainly, David. End-to-end learning eliminates the need for data preprocessing, maximizing information extraction. It's been successfully tested in various applications, but its potential in protein design and structure prediction is particularly noteworthy. Tools like AlphaFold2 and RoseTTAFold have incorporated these advances, significantly contributing to progress in protein engineering. The use of sequences, structures, and functional labels in a unifying framework has led to breakthroughs in AI and protein design. Can you tell us
0: more about the impact of end-to-end learning on protein structure prediction?
4: End-to-end learning has revolutionized protein structure prediction. It led to the creation of the AlphaFold Protein Structure Database, and the accuracy and speed of prediction have improved tremendously, outperforming traditional methods. New approaches to protein structure prediction, such as evolutionary scale modeling and comb fold, are continually reshaping the landscape of this field. And why is
0: understanding the process of protein folding so critical?
4: Understanding protein folding is crucial because improper folding can lead to diseases like amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. Recent studies have discovered a new intermediate state in the process of protein folding, indicating that folding can occur in two stages, one fast and the next much slower. This discovery was made possible by using heat to unfold a protein and observing its fast folding using optical spectroscopic
0: probes. What are some of the challenges that this field faces and what does the future
4: look like? While end-to-end learning has shown promising results in protein design and structure prediction, it does face challenges. There's a need for further research in integrating physical knowledge into machine learning frameworks. However, with the rapid pace of advancements in this field, it's anticipated that these challenges will soon be overcome, paving the way for more accurate and efficient protein structure prediction.
0: That's certainly something to look forward to. Thanks for your insights, Bella. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply AI. We'll see you back here tomorrow.